From the heart of the city to the outer edges of the Beltway and beyond, this is the District of Misfits Show. The drinking show with a podcast problem. This is your guide into our unique and beautiful city. The good, the bad, the ugly, as well as the funny and straight up ridiculous. Told by us before someone tells it for us. The opinions expressed on this show are our own. And we make no apologies. What's up, heathens, and welcome to another episode of the District of Misfits show, the drinking show with a podcast problem, the podcast for the rest of us. Tonight's episode is entitled, We Are All Affected, We Are All Connected, and we are coming to you live from Kitty O'Shea's in Tenleytown. Marcus. Oh, welcome to the show, guys. Tonight we have a lot to discuss. Hashtag shut us down. The real March Madness. A legend leaves us. X video versus Pornhub. We have a lot to unpack, so let's Damn get it started. <laughs> Damn it. Do we have a lot to unpack? <laughs> we have a lot to unpack. Right. I'll tell you one time they have better foot porn you want to add this to the damn Okay, show. okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's, well, first things first. Uh, please follow and add us, the District of Misfits show on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, the District of Misfits uh, on Twitter. We are at DC Misfits, Twitch and TikTok, Pasteurized Radio. And we have a new website. Check us out. Find all of our links to all of our fun stuff and things that we're interested in and we like. That is at www.thedistrictofmisfitshow.com. I am Crushing Boo Dixon. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Crushing Boo. And I am Marcus Bradley Diamond, the pasteurized chef. Follow me on all my social media. So tonight, my co-host besides Boo is Miss Val. Hi. Where can you find you, Val? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Valerie Michelle Torres, also on the Instagram and the Twitter at, at VMTDC. And Mr. Jamie. I am James Roderick on Facebook. I'm uh, lives infamously on Instagram and uh, Bars Simpsons on uh, Twitter. I really need to consolidate this shit. I told you. And you can find and you can find Nick on uh, Reality Check DJ on the Instagram. Boo. Where are we tonight? Tonight, we are at Kitty O'Shea's in Tenley Town in Upper Northwest Washington. All right, all right. On. Uh, how was everybody's week? Boo, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty fucking shitty. Um, well, it started off great. Um, I work as a stagehand, and so I was uh, working Monday Night Raw at Cap One Arena, and life was awesome, and I felt really productive and was living a, my most lucrative and... You know, it was a good professional week. life. And then uh, a couple of days later, things started getting canceled. And uh, my industry has basically been neutered for the foreseeable future, at, le- at least the next 14 days, if not longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Single, you know, divorced father of two. Sounds fucking amazing. Good times. You know? right. I mean, Jamie, how was your week? My week was fantastic until like 48 hours ago. <laughs> like and everybody else pretty the- much. All of a sudden, somebody took a big, gigantic dump on it. But these wings are fire. So They smell yeah. delicious. Like, I shout make out to Kitty O'Shea's yeah. for the wings. Big shout out to Kitty O'Shea's. And I will say, Kitty O'Shea's, I had the corned beef and cabbage and the uh, shepherd's pie, both fucking banging. You going to tell them why we all wearing green, guys? It's St. Patrick's weekend, and uh, we'll get to that point. Valerie, how was your weekend? It was all right. I mean, it was pretty big, you know, basic working a lot. And I was hoping for the, uh, the beginning of March Madness, which... We got a big Suddenly ass gnaw on that one. Fizzled out. <laughs> so, and that's 
you know, that's for another conversation a few minutes. We are in a whole different kind of March Madness now. Yeah, this March Madness is a little crazy. Well, Nick and I uh, on Wednesday went to the Cannabis Cup, uh, not Cannabis Cup, Campbell Festival. They were having a cipher for the festival that we went to. And we actually did some recording for that we will be posting up on the website and through National uh, Cannabis uh, Festival as well. Um, so besides that, our week was my week was great till today when I had to redo the notes like four times because everything kept closing down and shutting and a fucking clusterfuck. That is uh that is a thing, yeah. Um, it's definitely a thing. I had a show that I was supposed to be playing yesterday at the pie shop, which I was going to go to. Uh, I was excited about. Dangerously delicious was celebrating their anniversary and had to postpone their pie day celebrations. Um, I'm really pissed. I wanted some pie and you know, watch you play. It's, uh, it, it, and it's one of those things where like not a single industry not a single industry has walked away. Oh, know, everybody's getting fucked. Unsca- well, maybe unless insurance... Insurance companies? Insurance adjusters. They're probably... Divorce lawyers are about to make that bread. Divorce lawyers? You think oh, so? All those, all those married couples who got to spend the next 14 days together cooped up at the same time? I do like... I saw some memes about like, apparently all sports are over and apparently I have a wife sitting on my couch. Oh, is that a, that's a meme? There's a couple memes I saw. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All sports are not over. Bowling is still going strong. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching gymnastics on this TV screen over here. Well, like, apparently, like, uh, the UFC was still... They were still live yesterday. They did it in Brazil. I mean, you have these motherfuckers straight bleeding all over each other. Yeah. So, like, but the, coronavirus. But they, but they just don't have... Like, they just don't have spectators. So. Ain't nobody stopped <laughs> shit when Magic Johnson came out with fucking AIDS. They kept the NBA going. Nobody found him. Would you? <laughs> wow. I mean, now, wait, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. All right, hold on, hold on. Why hold would on. you foul him now? <laughs> All right, hold on. Before we get any further, because this uh, this train miss, is already... I'm this going to go to shit. You know, we've already got the busted tracks. Uh, we should do safe words. Yes. We should do safe words. Um, I'll let you go first, sir. Foul something safe, is yours. My safe word is fucked. Oh, I wasn't. Gu- I wasn't going to steal that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I was trying to be find something a little more creative, but it just is. That's what my gut says. Jamie, fucked for you, Marcus. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't oh, talk with yeah. your mouth full, you fucking heathen. Don't Mine talk- is kamikaze. Damn it, that is what I was gonna oh. do. Like <laughs> ah, see, you should have you should have gone should've reverse went. round robin, dude, and you'd be fine. Mine's Biden. 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 Biden? Is a proper name? Are proper names allowed Biden to be safe Biden? words? Biden? No. I didn't make it up. His last name is Biden. Then I'm I want to change Biden. mine. What no. Change? What, no. Not, why, what would change. you change it from from fucked? Sanders. Please say Warren. <laughs> no. <laughs> Carry, on. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, I'm just going to go with blue cheese. Blue cheese That's is two words. two words. We've been over this. Well, fuck you, did blue. I think you need a penalty. Oh, you can't. Uh, Jamie, do Jamie? my shot. No, fuck you. I did that last week. Nope, it's your turn again. I fell off my fucking scooter last week. Because <laughs> <of you>. oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I've been lying to people all week long. Like, oh, I don't know what I did to my wrist. I know what the fuck I did to my wrist. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry I did that to you. hope your coochie swells up and falls You world starred yourself. I did. I did. <laughs> You and then will. I giggled when I hit the ground too. That's how like I was. <laughs> was it the way you, is the way your microphone dropped? You Watch just kind of carried board. it. You just kind of carried it around. I wish. All right, so tonight we're gonna do a little bit different. We're gonna take what we do normally do with the misfits in the local section, move that around because our guests are tonight have to uh, get this out because we find this very important tonight. Val, you want to introduce? Uh, we are introducing our two guests. Uh, <laughs> <both> <laughs> <laughs> guess one and guess two. That's guess one. Take a shot, Val. No, I can't. No. 
Um, I gave up drinking for Lance, everybody. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking This God. is the kind of shit that should be discussed during production meetings. I'm sorry. She so that, that we contingency plans can be made. See, that's why I don't do this Jesus. Is, this is why we have two guests. Today. I well, do then not approve of this. <laughs> then get one of the guests. You're penalty shot. Uh, you're not even Catholic. Uh, me? You. I am... The Filipinos are like 98% Catholic. Oh, What's the other there 2%? you go. <laughs> Playing the Filipino card. Why don't you just spray it in somebody's mouth like it's Tijuana oh Taxi? Oh my God, even Dude, better. Dude, no. Yes. No. I, if I had a whistle. Oh, I would punch you <laughs> off your fucking chair if you blow a goddamn whistle at me. At least you get whiskey. I will fight you. Lay on the bar. Okay. All right, back to our guests. We have, it, it is the green kamikaze. Oh, Windex. You got it. I got it. It's Windex. <laughs> what kind of Windex do you fucking Actually, have? No, Windex is very Windex expensive. Is it's fabuloso. Ooh. It's fabuloso. Ain't that purple? It's green. It's, it's all t- it's types green of fabuloso. Comes in all the colors. So we have our two guests over here. All the Kool-Aid flavors. To my Before immediate... I get racist, I'm going to let you know, do not let me get racist. <laughs> do not get racist. Safe words. Safe words. Biden. Biden. So. See, he's word. learning. Okay, 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 okay. I was letting you know. Fuck. <laughs> um... To my immediate right, we have Carl Townsend. He is the beverage director at Hook Hall. And to his immediate right is Anna Valero. She is the owner and president of President. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, first of all, can you, we need you guys to get up on, get cozy with Have your you guys mics. been on a microphone before? Get, you have to get like get, right get, on top of it. You, you don't got you you to make out with it, but like you got to. You got to talk into it. Make out with it. Yeah. You have to talk right into it. Yeah, it's because it's it that way. It because it's not picking up anything else. I can't hear you. Just y'all, but please carry on. It's your turn to talk. Anna Valero, <laughs> she's. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yes. Something yes. Like that. Now I can. Are yeah. we there? Can uh, you hear me, Nick? President Answer of Nick. Hook Hall, and then also what's the company? It's Pirate yes. Pirate Ventures. So president of Pirate Ventures, um, a hospitality company. We own a number of different bars, um, but Hook Hall is one really leading the effort right now. All but right. our whole crew is together, so you're going to hear us talk about Pirate Ventures. Probably you'll hear it get mentioned, or you'll hear people from Pirate Ventures uh, as part of the effort. Excellent. Excellent. Welcome to the show. So just Thank very you. quickly, if you haven't already figured this out, we have to have safe words because a lot of people behave poorly Jamie. on the show. Fuck. Jamie, Often Jamie. Sometimes Marcus. Most of the time. Most time Marcus and Marcus Jamie. Marcus and Jamie. It's fair. <laughs> And so we all have safe words, so now it's your turn to come up with your own safe word. Uh, I'm going to go with kumquat. Uh, it's just a fun word mm. to say. An excellent, an excellent um, safe word. Uh, one, of, one, of, one of my greatest hits. That is my second safe word. No. Yep, kumquat was my second safe word. Never used it. <laughs> <laughs> and for you, Anna? My safe word, it's always penguin. Penguin, excellent. Penguins I do love penguins. Safe. That's a good one. That's like a, that's to a talk about the fact that she said always. Hey, so consi- nothing wrong with consistency. Yeah, dog. Continu- right. You know. Well, I mean, got to remember. It, it, you'll yes, ne- yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, 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 we roll the dice by having rotating safe words, you know. I mean, before the show, mine was always banana, so it's fine. You might, yeah, like you might say banana one time, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you're screaming fucked, and people are like, ooh, <laughs> fuck with a banana. Maybe I should keep tasing him. <laughs> I don't know. Have you been tased? Not fun. Yeah. So give us a little bit of some background on, on uh, you guys. How long you been uh, getting down and in, 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 in doing what you've been doing? Go ahead, Carl. How long have you been in the industry? 
Oh, in the industry as a whole, uh, I started as a as a busboy in 1996 at a little place called Chi-Chi's down in Newport News, Virginia. Oh, Newport News. Yeah, I, I applied Chi-Chi. for the job because sounds uh, like a celebration of food. Oh, so 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 celebratory. You don't remember Chi-Chi's? Do you see now of Chi-Chi's? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's what I, I, I just I just quoted their old slogan: the, the best worst margaritas the in the world. Oh, shit. Celebration of food. Yeah. I, I applied for the job because there was a very pretty girl that I was hanging out with in high school, and she she worked there. So now I'm stuck with this career. It's always for the a pretty girl. Life. Did you uh, picking up what you're the natural evolution? Did it, did, it, did it turn out in your favor? Well, yeah, but we we not I'm we're not girl. we're not married now or anything. So I mean, but now I have a a beautiful career, and, and you know, no, I'm at like the initial goal. Yeah, like, I mean, like we, cheeks. Yeah, we we yeah, we hung out cheeks. a few times. We, right. You crushed yeah, it. We dog. consensually high fived. Uh, as adults, we have, uh, One time we high-fived real slow. We, <laughs> we, we, palms were so sweaty. We biblically high-fived like a motherfucker. <laughs> she was moist. Uh, what about uh, Anna, what about? Anna, you're safe word? Oh, no, we already talked about your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Still penguin. penguin. Still penguin. Give Val another shot. You're right. Um, of Carl. What? Of what? When did I start? I started in the industry when I was 14. I started as a dishwasher. Oh, okay. Right and on. so I've officially done pretty much every every job in the industry. I still and I mean, scrub a toilet if I have to. Let, let's be honest. Dishwasher, hands down, is like the most vital and thankless yeah. job in the whole bit. Agreed. Like, yeah. you really... I mean, that's where I started. I you learned. ain't getting shit done without somebody washing no everything. Shit. Like, right? you know, unless you're running a plastic. You Even if you run a place that just serves everything in plastic. You still got to wash have, it. We still, didn't, we didn't have a, a dishwasher today when I came into work. Like, none of the kitchen was there. That's because this is the Book of Eli episode. And, like, and, I was, and we anything. were all like, uh, so... How do you turn this thing on? <laughs> no, I mean, really, like, the switch was, like, way in the back, and, like, none of us had ever turned it on. But I... Any other place I'd always work. That's like a hell was, of a management crew. It was like, it was always <laughs> on when I arrived. I mean, know? no, that's it's so, sometimes it's that that disconnect between front and back of house, mm-hmm. where like yeah, if back of the house doesn't show up one day, like literally yeah, who knows how to turn on the fucking dishwasher? Yeah, who knows how to turn on the garbage disposal? Who knows how to turn on the hood? Where's the trash bags? Like? You know where? Yeah, <laughs> like well, that's what bar backs are for. Like, I mean, like I bar backs, bar backs are the gateway our... between the, the front and the back of the house. <laughs> for real, like no, if we didn't have right. bar backs, it'd be a like oh you know man, that is, disconnect though? would be you way. Know the thing is though, like, like you, when you've done this long enough, like yeah, like you'll bartend and you might work the door every once in a while. I will never fucking bar back again. When you bartended and been your own bar back is when you kind of cross over. Right. Yeah. You know, you make that, but like okay, so. To everybody that's watching and anybody who has not been in a coma for the last fucking two weeks, and if you are in a coma and you're just waking up oh, now, sorry. please go back to sleep. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't want to wake up Trust right now. me, shit's not cool right now. Um, <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah, a you lot of people. Year, all them celebrities fucking died on us? And we were like, this is the worst year ever? Nope. Like, just fucking. Yeah, like, what, just we lost recently, Island yeah. Thick. It was like 2016, 2017. We just lost all these, like, friends Prince. and family members or whatever. Prince. It was all, all those like celebrities down the Oh, yeah. are you talking about if I like had just come out of a coma? Right. Yeah, like yeah. 2020, okay, yeah. 2020 every day is like, yo, this ain't even my final form. This is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, you ain't fucked right. up. I mean, yet. like. So, <laughs> fucked. Anyways. Yeah. Um, um, so. The reason well, why our illustrious guests are here. Yes. Sorry, so, Deezus and Mero, don't sue me. Um, go ahead, Val. So, we have them on the show right now because we are. Uh, in the midst of complete insanity here in D.C., all over our country, but here in particular, 
um, because of the coronavirus and because it's gotten so, um, it's escalated so quickly and the industry in DC has really been affected and these lovely people at Hook Hall put their minds together and came up with this wonderful idea to try and help support some of the industry folks who are now suffering the aftermath of, you know, of, of the effects of, of the initial shutdown of all this shit. Yeah, of like shutting down or trying trying to quell the the spread of coronavirus. Um, so we'd love for you to talk a little bit more about what you guys are doing. Sure. Um, you know, the, when everything started to, you know, when shit started to hit the fan, the one thing that we kept hearing, you know, as having, as talking to other folks in the industry, um, especially other owners, and pretty much, we all were asking the same question, like, what do we do? Literally, we're all calling each other, ton of text chains going, you know, we don't have an answer. We don't know. But the one thing that was unanimous was everyone was like, I got to take care of my crew. I got to figure out how do I take care of my crew. And, you know, as more of the shutdowns were happening and the more we were hearing from our crew and from other folks, like, people are just getting furloughed. Everyone, there's just all this uncertainty happening and people literally were, you know, Everyone was walking out of last weekend. While everyone else was raiding the stores, everyone in the industry was working. And so everyone shows up on, you know, Monday, Tuesday, and all of this is starting to happen. And everyone's kind of looking at each other going like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, you know, a bunch of people who are about to suddenly, you get out of the crush of a weekend. Monday, Tuesday, you're kind of off. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you're finding out you don't have a paycheck come Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, when you're about to you know, come back into work. And especially a weekend like this, like St. Patrick's Day. Same, yeah, exactly. a lot of people That's were banking on this sucks. weekend exactly. to, you know, cushion. Yeah, I mean, we were going into, you know, we were going into Thursday, Friday with a ton of programming, knowing that, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Tuesday again, that we were going to have, you know, a great weekend. And now suddenly you're looking at doomsday. I mean, this is and actually a great, not to cut you off, this is actually sure. a great month for drinking in general with, you know, you March have Madness. March Madness, and I mean, that's daydreaming. Yeah, I mean, in theory, this was the springboard into yeah. the beginning of the season. Right. I mean, this was, right. <laughs> you know. I mean, this is saying, just get to St. Paddy's Day, right? Yeah. Right. Like, we have, another, we have another place that we opened up in Baltimore in January, and we were like, just get to St. Paddy's Day. That's been like, that's the industry mantra every year, right? Yeah, yeah. And okay, Cherry a, Blossom. Hello, Cherry yeah. Blossom. Right. Also, Rock and Roll Hotel called it. At the right fucking time, I guess. That place was doomed. That place was That place was that place was all all somebody all somebody I was there two weeks I was there two weeks before they closed and all somebody did was walk up and put a bullet in that poor horse's head. Oh yeah, they had to. They 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 put old Yeller down. I mean it was sad, but he done gone he done gone rabid. It was definitely coming. You know. What are you what are you gonna do? So um with, uh, I admire the spirit of what you guys are, are trying to do, um, and I was hoping you guys can elaborate a little bit more sure. on, on it. Sure. So, so pretty much what we did was we are like, you know, no one has an answer, but something's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And what we were hearing from our crews, because everyone had ransacked the stores, you know, we were hearing from our own crew that they couldn't get toilet paper. And, like, some of the basic essentials that are just, like, the stuff that we don't want to talk about but that we all need every day. And, you know, some of our crew had started to say to us, hey we need this and we started to call our distributors because we're like hey maybe we can still get access to it even if it's not in the stores yeah. and found out that we could and it sort of spurred this idea of how can we help the industry with the resources that we have 
because the best thing about this industry is the fact that it's still a relationship-based industry. And so we just started making phone calls and got the crew together and literally created a war room where we said, all right, what are the needs? If we say we're a community gathering place and we know that we want to help the industry, what are the things that we can do in order to support? And so the idea of whole call care kits came up first in terms of how do we provide supplies for folks like toilet paper and the non-perishables and, you know, a canned soup goes a long way when you're stuck inside. Yeah. And just sort of starting to formulate in our heads what are those things. Um, and then also this idea of, you know, I'm going to say it, we're also an industry that has a really high rate of, um, you know, mental issues, mental illness yeah. and such. And so putting people who suddenly don't have a paycheck in their own apartment for two weeks or more and, you know, distance from, you know, we're all and extroverts. Them, and being by themselves. And being that. by themselves. Seemed like, a, seems like, I don't know, I would go absolutely nuts after about 10 hours. So how can we find ways to still give the industry something to look forward to mm-hmm. and a way to get professional development opportunities and At the same time get a hot meal with dignity? Yeah. Because that... This is an industry that's designed, we all love serving people. How can we flip it around and make it a time where we can still serve those that need it most? So what are some of the things you guys have planned? Go ahead, Carl. What all do we got going on? Oh, we got so many <laughs> things going on, uh, so many different ways. Uh, and obviously, uh, with the uncertain climate that we're doing, dealing with and uh, different things that are coming down from the mayor's office and everything else, um, we're going to have to pivot and, and change plans and do things like that. Uh, so first and foremost, I want to make sure that everybody gets to hookallhelps.com. That kind of gives you an overview of what we have planned. Um, and we'll have to pivot and move forward from there. Um, but we are talking about things like she talked about care packages. So we're going to get care packages out to our crew first, and then the industry, and then we'll work on the community. So um, starting tomorrow. How, how can people, if they want to help, how can they get up with you guys? Great question. If you just jump on hookhallhelps.com. Uh, we have a number of different ways that people can help. So I know this is an industry website, so I'm going to do a couple of plugs real quick. Um, one, if you are in the restaurant industry and your restaurant is currently closing, we have chefs who have stepped up already and said that if you bring us your perishable goods, or you bring us a bunch of canned goods, we will feed the industry. They will make meals. So kind of like gleaning from restaurants as opposed to gleaning from farms. Absolutely. And so uh, we're taking essentially gleaning. Anyone, any restaurant tours that are willing to donate meals, we're putting together together a schedule of we're doing industry family meal just in large quantity now. So um, taking family meals that people are willing to drop off, um, we're asking that people do them in to-go containers already. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're doing... Um, so, and, and if anyone can donate anything that is in the um, toiletry slash anything we can put in care kits. Mm-hmm. Then the other way that always really helps right now is we're fortunate that um, RAMW, the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington, stepped up and is partnering with us and we've created a worker relief fund. And so we have a All lot right of on. people Excellent. who have been asking that if they want, they have people that want to give, give dollars and financial support. We're asking everyone to put it into the fund. A big reason for that is I know there are a bunch of people out there who want to do GoFundMe pages and stuff like that. For the industry to make sure transparency is like key to all of us, um, to make sure that it's going to the the largest need and able to make the biggest impact, mm-hmm. um, working with them and their partners in order to do that. So Excellent, excellent. Um, 
And um, you can get that all on hookhallhelps.com. You can get the donate button in. You can get links to all the different ways that you can really help out. Uh, if I may, real quick, I want to jump in and share some of the rest of your uh, links, if that's okay. Please. Um, so, yeah, uh, we have uh, hookhallhelps.com, uh, hookhall.com, on uh, facebook.com uh, backslash hookhall, uh, on Instagram at hookhalldc underscore, excuse me, uh, at hookhall underscore dc. And on Twitter, if I'm reading this correctly, it's at hook underscore hall the. Is that right? That might be a typo. That might be a, okay. a typo <laughs> copy and paste. Sorry, sometimes when people copy and paste that's things, okay. I you will know, say that, uh, go back and edit. Facebook and Instagram and hookhallhelps.com are going to be the best way to get the most up-to-date information. Excellent. Right on. Hell yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's really good. I'm glad somebody's stepping up. And, you know, a lot of other people are too as well, but like to have you guys come on and actually tell us about it is... And when this is over... I totally, we all feel like as a group, we need to come through and get our rage room on. Yeah, we yes. need to do this. Like, yes, you it's are, launching here. It was about are, to launch last week, and then, you know. Whoops. Oh. Just so in when time you, for maybe, 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 wait, 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 maybe we could be on? your inaugural. <gasps> yes. So when yes. you open, we could come to a show we there, could, and we could crash we could, the we shit. We could be your inaugural access. clients. Yes, I love that idea. Yeah. I got, got of, got a lot of pent up aggression. So, I don't think Jamie, so, Jamie, they have a, where you can throw axes and. I know, I've been okay. through once or twice. I can't believe the dude from Philly is reluctant to go into the rage. Okay, right see, here's the thing, here's the thing. No, no. So, I had a bunch of goons from back home, like big ass black dudes that I was going to go, like, axe throwing with. And then I showed up with like three of them and shit. They was like, no, nah, we closed today. Like, we can't do this. So. <laughs> right, but it's us. Like, I mean, I know it's us. And this but isn't so, racist so ass Philly. These so. two motherfuckers right here. No, nah, this is going to do this in D.C. These two motherfuckers right here will be fine. Boo, they going to look at us crazy. So, uh, hey, probably. But I got a question. What exactly? When did you start nah, speaking sure. French? What's this we shit? <laughs> what exactly is a rage room? Uh, excellent question. A rage room is like every office space dream come true. Uh, and so, Jamie, if you want, we can send you in alone. I mean, I would take that footage. That would be amazing. I am, I am, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm actually a really calm person. I'm just the world's biggest shit talker. Okay, here's the thing. It's like, you got, like if we can play like some Willie D in a wage room, I might get upset. Okay, so my first time when I went into a rage room, and this is part of the reason why we're doing it. Um, I went in and I was like, guys, this is stupid. This is literally, I'm, I'm bored already. Like, I walked in bored. And, because I mean, like, you know, I don't I grew up in Western PA. I've broken some shit before. Like, <laughs> I grew up with baseball bats, okay? <laughs> I didn't know what a golf club was used for when it came to putting. And so. Are you telling when, me that this is just a room? You just go and break shit? Yeah, but they gave me a plate. And I took this plate and I was like, I mean, what the fuck am I going to do with it? And I threw it down on the ground. And I kid you not, I don't know what came out of me, but it was this feral scream. They've like captured it on video, and oh, you let me tell you what. So you, I was like, "Give me another, time. give me another one, give me another place. I need another place." Time. So do you have a camera in these rooms? Yes. Oh, and for fuck just a, that! I can't Y'all wait. Ain't gonna have me out there screaming like no feral We'll even give you the video. What? Very Man, I look forward to the opening. Jamie, you disappoint me. Um, real quick, I, I do. I would like to. No, that, was a, that was a whole aside from. Yeah, I would like to return a little bit more to, to hook call helps, and just um, yes. And does have a call shortly, so yes. we have to. Yes. So I'll take over whatever, whatever, whatever. I'll whatever. jump back in a second. Okay. Um, I have some that's willing to again a restaurant tour that is willing to help connect us with other restaurant tours in order beautiful. to get meals. For the industry, please so. yeah. go take that so, phone call. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Anne. Anna. 
Appreciate you. Um, so, Carl, there, you're up. There are a lot of other things that you've been talking about that, um, in addition to the family meals that you all would like to um, provide. Yes, but on the family meals, I want to make sure that everybody knows because there's certain restaurants that say it's a family meal and then they take like $2 out of your fucking paycheck and shit like that. That's bullshit. A family meal <laughs> no, is dude, for the industry. It is free. This is a free meal for I've the industry. I've never heard of that before, and that yo, is some trash oh, yeah, they ass do yo, shit. Last, last yeah. year, year and a half, yo, I've heard about a bunch of places. It's like, yo, they take right. like you're $3 out making, of your paycheck. You're making family meal out of shit that's going to go bad it's that gonna, you're going right. to fucking exactly. throw and out. Like, exactly. Like, what the fuck kind and of trash ass like, fucking shit is that? Oh, dude, right, dude, right. we can beat that shit. There's places here that like they charge like a booth fee. Not here, I'm sorry, in the US. But they charge like a booth fee for you to bartend. What? A booth no. fee? Like, like, yeah, like, like, like you're a barber. Like, you're, like you're a barber, barber or whatever. Right. There are places like I literally just read about this. What and the like fuck is they that charge about? you to bartend. I feel sorry for the poor, unfortunate souls that work at these places, but I hope those places, if they close because of this, they never I'll reopen. Burn that motherfucker down. <laughs> I hope the people that get taken boop. care. Of, God, fucking damn! Right. Okay, Yo, but back I'm so to, fucking. Back angry. to the it's family. Mine. Sorry. Back to, the, back, to, <laughs> back to the family. Back to the family meal. Back like to the family said, meal. Totally free. Anytime that you're available to come in, we will get you a hot meal. We are going to try to set up times. Like I said, this is a point that we may have to pivot depending on gathering. Uh, what is it? Restrictions and things like that. But we were planning on having like an educational thing where we say, hey, if you guys want to learn more about rum, if you want to learn more about this, I have a rep coming in. 12 o'clock, we got lunch for you. But anytime you are available to come in and if you need something to eat, we will get you fed. We will make sure that happens for you. We will get you whatever you need from our kits, our care kits, whatever. If you don't need an entire care kit, we will find whatever you need. We will get it to you. Um, if we have it, you know, available, of course. But this is also just proof how much of a family this industry really is. Like we're willing to feed each other. Yes, right. willing I mean, that was, to feed each other's babies, that and was, like we'll sit in front of each other's faces and be happy doing it. You know what I mean? So that's another thing that um, I would like to sort of highlight for you guys. So this is important for you too. Is that so? They're also going to be providing like. Hopefully, like kids' meals, right? For like the babies who are. So like, we're not having in- a whole we're having a whole thing with, with with we wanted to make sure that we could feed uh, children, of course, accompanied by an adult, and we were gonna have a whole happy hour slash uh, and like when I say happy hour, I mean like happy hour for kids with cartoons on, uh, games and activities while they're with their parents. Uh, maybe offer wine to, to, to the ladies. Uh, when, whatever, when, are you, when are you starting, and what are you, what are the hours? Not that you're sure if we're operate? able to do that though, so I don't want to go out there and say. Because uh, gotcha. like I said, as things change, we have to pivot. I don't want to give you, give people an idea that oh, you can do this, and then all of a sudden the mayor says you guys you can't. can't do shit anymore. Got you. Um, but I also like I love said, that he said accompany with an adult. Because yes, we're not a daycare. We all know that there are assholes <laughs> out there who will drop their fucking kids off and hook yeah. all and be like, no, I'm absolutely back. not. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, that's something that's important for, like I said, for you guys in particular. You all have kids, and there are a lot of our people who are in the industry who are now kind of stuck because their kids are home, and now you guys are home. (laughs) I'll be fine. I'll be robbing people way before I need to do that bullshit. There there are other people who are, like, maybe, like, maybe don't know what to do with their kids, and, like, you know, it's a nice, safe space to be where they have some activities available, and then, like, you can, I mean, hopefully, if it's still allow that people right. are able to gather and it's a large space so we have the room to do what we're supposed to you know six feet between every table only six feet to a table um even with no chairs at the bar and everything else that was mandated today 
Um, we have the room to accommodate that. We have an inside space. We have an outside space. So hopefully we can continue that. That's the goal. That's what we want. Um, but like I said, it, it, it's all about making sure that we take care of the industry first. It's like, you know, the Fast and the Furious, you know, industry is family. We take care of family. We take care of each other. And we're, we're reaching out to our vendors and reps because they are still part of our industry to help take care of us in different ways, whether it be giving time for educations. And, and if we are not able to have a gathering, we will figure out how to who, video, web seminar, whatever. Um, we were talking about things like, and hopefully we can do it, um, while we have time as an industry, because we can't go to work anymore, uh, free tip certification, free safe certification, if we can, if we can get all that stuff worked out. That would be fucking awesome. Um, to get what's everybody the, caught um, up on stuff like that. What's the criteria for proof of the industry? Um, so, the, like, we're, we're living in a time right now that is, that is it's rough for everybody. If uh, you come in and tell me you're in industry, and, I mean, D.C.'s kind of a small town. We kind of know each other. Yeah, you if you come of, in and you... Like, where do you work? You can generally, you can, you can kind of spell your own. Where, where you do you work? Pay. You know what but I mean? I mean it's right. like, it is one of those things, though. You can, we kind, all, of, you can kind of spell your own. We all know that guy who's yeah. come in with that 19-year-old girl. It's like, oh, no, she's legal. Right. And they expect you. Or, you know, you ID somebody. It's like, oh, I can vouch for him. It's like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Right. So I think what, what but, but that being said yeah. is if you tell me that you're industry, I'm not going to hassle you about it. I don't want to see a page. It's on the honor system. Yeah. If you need to lie to me in order to get this meal or this care package, you probably need, then the you need it. Then fuck it. We'll give it to you. Amen, Whatever. Um, I want to take a brief moment uh, and read out all of our dirty, uh, all the dirty deets about who we are and what we're about. We're going to take a short break and hopefully, Carl, stick around with us and join us for the rest I'm of the here, show. I'm here. All right, all right. So, for those of you who are just coming out of the coma, we are the District of Misfits show. You can find <laughs> us on Facebook and Instagram at the District of Misfits, uh, on Twitter at DC, at DC Misfits, Twitch slash TikTok, Pasteurized Radio. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, and we have a brand shiny new website. It still has that brand new website smell, www.thedistrictofmisfitshow.com. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back shortly.
Actually, I really Greetings, this is Crushing Boo from the District of Misfits show. If you're receiving this transmission, we need your help. Time and time again, our attempts to spread our message of peace, love, and shenanigans has been hampered by equipment malfunction. Help us upgrade our gear, expand our reach, and save the galaxy from the forces of evil, or at least the forces of boredom. You can help by donating to liking and sharing the link attached to this video. Please help us, misfits. Your only hope. Welcome back, heathens. Um, shout out to uh, our guests. Um, we was, uh, for those of you watching uh, the previous segment, um, www.hookhallhelps.com. Uh, to find out about what they are trying to do to help cushion the blow if you are in the industry in terms of uh, uh, financial and uh, feed, just basically feeding uh, feed, feeding those of us in the industry that are going to be in need. I am so, Crushing Boo and with Val and Jamie and Marcus. Um, very quickly, I know that they've, they've sort of taken a, a step away for a second, but the other thing that Hook Hall is going to be doing or hopes to be doing is really providing... Um, Carl is coming back, so he could talk about it a little bit more. Um, but they are—they want to be providing um, some a, a, a place where people can come to get resources for um, how to navigate certain things, like on a, how to um, file for unemployment. So we we're just talking about how uh, um, I wanted you to talk a little bit more about how you'd like Hook Hall to be. One of the conversations the I had today was about the uh, filing for unemployment thing. So there is, there are like certain types of release you can do. Right. So, so there are certain places that are starting to let people go. But now is like literally the moment. Because past Monday, there's a good chance that the government will shut down Tuesday. So if you fire all your employees or layoffs or whatever, this is the opportunity to file for unemployment. Yes, you will get your job back more than likely, depending on where you work and how your management system goes. But this is one of those things one of those things that a lot of owners and a lot of employees do have to think about that this is a moment where you have to remember your reliability everything that you have to pay for your rent <laughs> cell phone bill whole nine yards this is one of those things where a lot of people should just start thinking maybe i need to lay off my employees for two to three weeks okay so back to um, you yeah okay we're ready to talk about that uh, yes Yes, sir. Right now. Okay. So we are trying to be one of those places. We are doing the applications and everything to have uh, somebody from D.C., whatever, executive, whatever, 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 somebody who is able to walk people through that process. That's one of the things that we're trying to do. Um, and even if we have to close as a bar, restaurant, whatever it is, event space, um, a place where, you know, 50 people at a time, whatever we have to do, 
where you can come and uh, not only get education about that process, but maybe even, uh, like I said, having somebody, an official from D.C. that's able to help you sign up for that process um, on site. And even if not, um, we will find a way to get that online for you guys. Like I said, everything right now goes through www.hookhallhelps.com. Um, and that's that. Like that's going to be a, a place. Like I said, if you ever if you go on the website right now, you can look and see. Like I said, the overview. There's also uh, like things that we had planned on. There's calendars on there where we started planning out like programs where, you know, uh, mental health and wellness, uh, uh, yoga and and this and that, or education things for rum or even back of the house. You know, we, I was talking about let's get a, like a, somebody who can uh, teach how proper how to properly sharpen knives and things like that. We were working on all those kind of programs. And as this works out, where if we can't have you in the hall, we're going to figure out how to, may have to lean on you guys a bit, teach us how to do a video seminar or how we put it on our Facebook page, how we do it even from our websites, all of the websites where you're able to access it. And so if you're not able to come to the hall, um, that will be up on the website and you can see it in a, in a BOD format or you can watch it live. Um, bringing in reps, like I said, to do educations from any part of the industry. Yeah, we'll be down. So. To, we definitely would come and uh, love to do a no. live stream with you guys. But yeah, there. we're like I said, we're that's That'd that's the whole goal. If we have to pivot off you guys coming to Hall as a safe, uh, you know, place to congregate and all that stuff, then we will move it to. Thank God we live in the future. To a a, a video format, a streaming format, a whatever format, YouTube, whatever. Fuck, maybe we'll par partner with Twitch. Who knows yeah, right. what's going to happen, what we have to do. But we are of the mindset that if we have to pivot, we have to adapt, then that's what we got to do to get the information, um, the education, whatever it is that the industry needs. Just a virtual hug and a high five on, on like right now. Bam. Uh, high five. Uh, never underestimate the power of the industry to, you know, exemplify what it means to be community what it means to look out for each other, what it means to look out for people that you don't know. You know, I mean, it's... Well, that's, uh, that's the whole idea of the industry, right? We're hospitality. That's what we do, is, is we make people feel welcome. We make people feel better about themselves. So we need to make sure that we can make... We need to make sure that... Shots mean something. Is right, well, but the, we need to make sure that we're okay as yeah. an industry first so that we can take care of everybody else. I mean, somebody put it on the uh, district industry page today. Or the other day, they were saying how, like, all right, like, maybe it's time to, like, put up your cash app and show people how to sharpen knives or, like, how to make drinks or... Exactly. You know, go Facebook Live, go on YouTube, like, just start making videos, make content, do something, because this isn't, this isn't, like, just two weeks. This could be a minute. Be right. For a long time, yeah. Absolutely. And like I said, we're always going to push for our crew first, so, like... Right now, as far as like us putting together packages and things like that, or the care kits, or even even family meals, or you know, if we have crew members that know how to cook and things like that, we're going to offer that to them first so that they can get hours, get paid, and stuff like that. Um, and then we'll figure out how we ha we can get volunteers. Because well, I was out on the street the other night and talking to industry, and they're all, everybody's ready to volunteer. Well, call, and call me crazy, but you hope crazy. You hope that maybe other people seeing what you guys are doing. And then emulating it, if you know, if we have a bunch of smaller businesses that are all, you know, because this neighbor, this city's broken up by neighborhoods. You got people that like you live up here. You don't set foot on H Street. You're completely disaffected from you know those people that are experiencing the same problems. But you know, if 
you know, if regionally, you know, everybody got together on some level and was doing something like that, you know, collectively cushioning the blow for everybody, you know, maybe it would be worth it for some of the restaurant bar organizations to get together and work things out, you know, coordinate via neighborhood, it's, you know, it's so that we have, so that we have, you know, whether it's Brookland, whether it's U Street, whether it's Petworth, Petworth whether it's, you know, I mean, just Columbia Heights. Yeah. You know, even yeah. e- shit, even the people working down on the, in the all waterfront, the, in the, in the new shit, you know right. what I mean? Like, or even, like I said, I live in Arlington. Like, I'm not a D.C. resident. You're a DMV resident, right. though. I'm a DMV and shit resident. all fucking so cross-pollinates. got to talk about Virginia. we got to talk about Maryland. It all cross-pollinates. And those are going to be different programs. So we're also trying to reach out to see. Like, we have we have one of our uh, uh, crew members, uh, part-time crew members, is is part of DOES. And I don't know what all those letters mean. But she's part of the <laughs> D.C. government. And she's been helping <laughs> us with stuff. But so we need to reach out to the Virginia, the, the Virginia city governments, the Maryland city governments, and get, like you said, it's every neighborhood that's going to be affected, and every neighborhood's going to have to sh- help shoulder the burden. But if they're not there to shoulder the burden, we're at least going to try and get as much information out as possible to make sure that we have better peace of mind as an industry. You guys feel a little less stressed. We're going to be stressed anyways. Everybody's stressed. But just try to alleviate some of that. So if you need something, if you whatever, just... Hit me up at fucking Carl at hookhall.com if you need email me personally. Do it. I mean, my inbox is gonna be flooded. I'm gonna get to you. But if there's some, if there's a need, that's also still a call to action. Like everyone, that doesn't just mean like cook chefs. That doesn't mean just bartenders and bar bags or door guys or whatever like that. You no, comedian motherfuckers, like yo, Haywood Turnip C, bro. I saw you just signed on. He is one of the biggest, most effective people here in DC. Can Big I, comedian here. You know what I mean? All of us, all of us literally, we stay in these bars. We have a sense of community and we have like a relationship with each other for one reason because this is it. Well, I want to point out something too, also that may not get discussed, just given, you know, we live in a very gentr we live in a very gentrified city, and so a lot of the tone and the focus is definitely going to be more in that in that vein. Um there are, we have to keep in mind that there is also a cross-section of people that are in the service industry that, you know, are going to need things like this because they can't go and file for unemployment. They can't go and file for government assistance, you know, and be it for, you know, document purposes or language, per- language barrier purposes or whatever. So I think it's also important for the community to come together you know, in that regard, because again, front ha- front of house, back of house, it's all connected. One doesn't function, you know, without the other. And that's also another part that we're doing is uh, we're trying to get all of the stuff that is on uh, our website. We're working on translating everything in Spanish. We're working on doing that, and uh, I mean that's only one part of you know. There's it's a whole a small Chinatown puzzle, thing. Yeah. There's a lot. There, I mean, we have so many different you know ethnic groups or whatever, but at least. Any way we can, we're trying to get that word out. And, like, if they're not able to, you know, uh, uh, apply for these, uh, you know, government uh, things, we're like I said, we're going to try and be there, like I said, with the care kits. Uh, like I said, family meal. We don't want you guys to have to um, choose between eating and whatever else you need to do that day because you only have $10 left. So come to Hook Hall or as we build this up and hopefully we can start sending you guys to either satellite locations from us or, you know, like a Jose Andres is, uh, is going to open up his kitchens for things like that. And, and 
we just want to be the information hub and help that out in any way we can. So, right on. We appreciate you. Man. I got a dumbass question because I've I've made a little bit more money in the last couple of years. How much are oodles and noodles right now? They're still, um, they're still cheap. Uh, no shit. I know they're still cheap. I'm just saying, like, so, how? So cheap people need to buy them all. Oh, And they have already. Shook Remember show. Shoppers? What was, that? what was that one in, uh, was it Hyattsville? Price Right. Not Price Right. I said Shoppers, damn it. It was right like, shut down. So it, was like, it was like, you can get like, you can get like a like an 80 pack for like 77 cents. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, there's it's, been a little bit of a price inflation. I mean, that was like 03, 04, but I feel like. It's not changed much. But. Um. Yeah, this is all a lot to take in. I've like been trying all week to try to find a happy face to put on this and a positive framing to put on it. Uh, the glass is half full because you know I feel like I see more people reaching out and being selfless, yeah, than selfish. Um, and that being said, you are watching the District of Misfits show. Um, the podcast for the rest of us and uh, please follow us on Facebook Instagram at the District of Misfits on Twitter at DC Misfits Twitch and TikTok Pasteurized Radio and subscribe to our YouTube channel and also please check out our new shiny website thedistrictofmisfitsshow.com um um like I said this is yeah this even without the coronavirus this week has been a kick Crazy. in the junk, you know. Um, especially if you are, especially if you are from the DMV, and if you've been involved in the house and club music scene for a long time, um, we lost an icon. Uh, some people would go so far as to call him the Chuck Brown of the DC house scene. Um, this past week, we lost Sam the Man Burns, which seems like uh, like. Eons ago. It seems like eons ago, although yeah. like it that's hasn't even. That's how this week's been. It hasn't right. even that's how been. Crazy it's it been. hasn't even been a week. Yeah, it has not even been a week. You know, um, shout out to uh, and love and shout out and love to all of his friends and family and loved ones and condolences. I had the pleasure of working with Sam back in uh, twenty twelve. Actually, early no, early twenty thirteen. Um, he was doing badass cinema. At Satellite Room, and so I had this DC house legend playing black exploitation movies and his favorite fucking like deep house fucking hits, dude. And yeah. like really, really fucked up how how many people missed out on this shit. Like it was so underrated. Like yeah. we we tried to sell this party. Wednesday nights is a hard sell in DC. It really is. You know, uh, there are a few places that have had their Wednesday night programs on lock. For decades, yeah. you know, and so it is really stiff competition. But like for a very short, for a short period of time, I had Sam the Man Burns In all satellite. to myself, just smashing, smashing those fucking deep house beats with like I, all right. your favorite. Like that's right around the time when I met him. He was playing, I believe, Underground in St. X on like a Thursday night, and I did some photography for him, and you know. Fucking legend! I really didn't know who he was at the time till I like. None of those kids knew. Yeah. None of those kids knew. I mean, every conversation I had with him was, I mean, super awesome dude, super super humble, beautiful. None man. of those kids knew, and that's one of the fucked up things about this uh, this 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 town is we have so much homegrown talent, a lot, so many really talented people, but we have a transient city. 
We have people that are here. You're here for two years, for, you know, a couple years for grad school. You're here for a few years for college. You're here for a couple years for that internship. You know, um, the few and far between. You know, and, and in my and, and in my opinion, only the best of the best actually decide to like put down roots here, stay here, and you stay. You know, even you, Jamie. Even you, Jamie. Well, it's like when I called you, you last Thank Sunday. Thank you for fixing that. There you go. Sorry. Like when I called you last Sunday, we were talking about boo, both in shot. Like it was just like how big of a hole this was going to put in the, uh, the market. I mean, or yeah. in the community, not in the market, the community of who he was. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where like, okay, DC is such a small town. This, the DMV is such a small area. Like I ran into someone who I hadn't seen in a minute. Who I only saw out in the clubs, you know, you call it your club friends, you know, your, your club acquaintances or whatever. Really solid dude. And just somehow, by happenstance, Sam's name came up in conversation. You know, there was the mutual love and pouring of an adoration for the man. And then 24 fucking hours later, I'm on Facebook. I see a post from yeah. a friend and it's just like, this is not how you want to find out about shit. You know, yeah, and that's the annoying part of it. And you know, on Sunday it was like dead ass, like well, sitting and at know, the bar, and, and somebody was like, "Yo, you heard about Sam?" And I don't have all the details, and I don't want to go into anything and speculate. But like, Sam was a pillar of the community who did not have the easiest. He didn't have the easiest of life. He was also just as he was. He was. He was. He he was struggling just like a lot of other artists. You know, he was unconventional. You know, in his living because he was an artist, you know, but at the same time, he was somebody that people leaned on. You know, people who had, in the physical, material sense, had way more than him, but spiritually, there was something that he carried with him, you know, that it, it superseded all of that. And, you know, the man, sometimes the man didn't have a pot to piss in. You know, but he was still somebody that, you know, when people were feeling not at their best, when people were feeling weak, like they, he was somebody that people felt like they could go to. He was their and church. Just, and despite his, despite his crosses that he had to bear, he was there to be strong, you know, for other people. Um, I share, a, I feel like I share a certain kindred spirit with, with Sam in that regard. Like, you know. I get a lot of people that lean on me, you know. I got a lot of shit going on, you know. You just never, ever, ever know. And so, you know, we're in a time right now where now more than ever, we are we're put in a situation where we have to become aware, if not hyper aware, of everybody else around us and what they are going through and what they're dealing with. You know, we are all struggling. We are all trying to keep it together in some way shape or form and so you know i feel like i would normally save this for booze corner and whatnot but you know um just you know in, in honor of you know people like sam that just gave and gave and gave until it hurt you know just keep that spirit you know keep keep on giving give till this fucking hurts it's the only thing that's going to get us through and right you know. now, right now, you guys, you, we have the time to actually reach out to a friend. So we have no more excuses right now. There's somebody you've been thinking about. Reach out, say hi. You're going to be spending a lot of time yeah. home alone, folks. So let's hang out. Or if not, fuck Skype them, talk to them, ask them how they're doing. And if you know somebody who is in the age range where they need help, go help them. Or just if, you know, there's somebody you are randomly thinking about, 
Don't be afraid to say hey, hi. Hey, I thought, dude, I, you know, shit, we haven't talked in a while. You popped into my head. Like, my, my, drummer, for, my drummer from the first band I was ever in fucking just texted me out of nowhere. I didn't even know he had my fucking number. I haven't talked to him via... I hadn't talked to him in a non-social media in a decade. Beast. Luckily, I've still had the same number forever. But he just fucking like reached out to me like 24 hours ago. And that little fucking thing like makes a difference, you know? He's three quarters of the way across the fucking country. You know, the only reason why I know what his life is like is because we happen to still be friends on Facebook. We actually stopped talking for a minute because we got into like political beef on some Facebook <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, fuck all that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, you know, it's not, that, that shit's not important. You know, right. like, the actual human connection, you know, that shit is what fucking matters. And so, like, we're in this weird space where, like, right now, there are people that are watching us and judging us because we're being dangerous by being out here. And doing this podcast by being in a bar right now, like we should, you know, we're putting our friends and ourselves, we're putting our loved ones and stuff in danger. I'm not that worried, but at the fact, same, I, I refuse to be that worried. I, I I feel like we are all worried enough that we are yeah. taking precautions. Right. I mean, if you're safe and if, if you're if you take the proper measures, then you know. I mean, if you're you just have to be careful. And I, I'm not saying that people should just like willy nilly just. Yeah, don't be an I'll idiot. I'll caution to the wind and just say fuck no, it, you, you know. And like, I think I think that there are a lot South of people Boston. who are I'm still wait, not, I'm not done. I'm not done, Jamie. I'm still not that worried. I'm still not done. Okay, well go keep <laughs> finish and I'll fucking finish when you're done. Shit. Like I mean, also I just, Biden. I, I just don't think that uh, you know, I mean there are people who aren't taking it very seriously and it's you know, I mean it's it's really it's on it's it's unfortunate because then it, um, I think that it, it trivializes what's happening and, and people really, I mean, it is an issue. I mean, it is, we, we need to be careful and I think that we can be careful and be out here without putting other people at risk, you know? And I, I mean, I think that we should be able to do that. And I, I, I agree with Jamie. I mean, I wouldn't be, wor- I, I shouldn't, I don't know that we should be concerning ourselves with what other people are thinking about whether or not we're doing it here right now. No, because like if you work you know, if you work, if, if your place is still operating and you feel it, I'll leave it up to personal responsibility. Yeah. If your employer decides to keep your establishment open and you feel like you are working in an, an environment that is you know, safe for you and your customers come in and they feel like they are being personally responsible enough and feel like they are being, you know, responsible, then fine. I mean, I mean, so be it. Like, I totally agree with it in enforcing the whole, like, crowd limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sure, yes, we don't need to fucking have 500 people all breathing on each other and shit, you know? Having some space, like, this is a little weird to, like, not yeah. have bar stools. See, I don't know if I like that one 100%, though, like... I mean, because we're sitting next to each other as is, but Barstool. Is yeah. It, oh, it, dude. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things you could nitpick about or whatever, yeah. but it's an effort. I mean, I get it. It's I an effort it. to be proactive, which I respect because we all we live in an age where motherfuckers wait till it's way too late. And then you're reacting as a to pro- fucking do yeah. shit. And then they're overcompensating. I just don't want people to see this and just freak out and like distance themselves socially and just kind of like. I think there's more harm in like 
listening to the news 24-7. Shit, I just touched my face. Yeah, like, just, just wash your fucking hands. As a former Way chef, go, as a former chef, I washed my hands 40, 50 times a fucking day. I mean, does it help that, like, I took a shower before, literally before I got in the car and came here? Did you wash your butt? Did you wash your yeah, hands I wash again? my everything. Did I wash from I wash from head to toe, but and then I do my ass last. How many times have you touched last? your balls in the last fucking hour? None. None. <laughs> Y'all bullshit. My I hands been in my pocket the whole damn time. Well, my yeah, hand. baby. Anyways, Fuck. what I was saying is, what I was saying is, is that I'm not that fucking worried. Is it, so is it a, fifty thousand people? Fifty thousand people have died since October just from the regular flu. We have sixteen cases here in DC. There's a difference between a global pandemic and then a global fear. Okay, a person is smart. People are fucking idiots, yes. and that is the way you have to really think about this thing. The fact that our water is not getting shut off, and this was the point I was trying to make a couple minutes ago, is the reason why we should not be that worried. Get a fucking Brita filter. Why the fuck is Costco have a line seventy miles long around the goddamn corner with time frames of when you think you might possibly get into Costco to buy a fucking thing of water? Also, hey, assholes, it's toilet paper. Wipe your ass. Fine. Why are you buying all this fucking toilet paper like this is going to be 17 goddamn years Because when the, when the stock market yet, crashes, yet, it's going to be yet, currency. And the stock market always crashes. That's the thing. It's currency, man. The entire time we've been alive, there's a stock market crash. There's a stock market fucking go up. Over and over again. Up and down. Up and down. Up and down. This is just the life we live. Ebola. How long ago was that? I don't remember. I don't even remember. Remember Zika? Remember that bullshit or whatever? And that little kid had that video and his dad was like, damn, kid, you got Zika. We all giggled about the shit or whatever like that. We have global pandemics and people die every goddamn day. To quote my man Cameron, niggas die every day, B. <laughs> We've all seen the movie. What I'm saying is that, guys, there's got to be a point in time where you have to sit back. Boo, don't hit me with the stopwatch shit. Don't do that. I'm saying there has to be a time where you have stop, to literally stop sit back. Stop snitching on yourself. Yeah, and just say, hey, Bianca, thank you. Actually, thank you. your mic's still live. Your mic's still live. Yeah, your mic's still hot. Hit it. Is it? Yeah. Um, everyone, if you can really watch the social channels very closely, there's some announcements that are being made on the federal level. So if everyone can make sure to watch the social channels, hit hookallhelps.com. And really, for those that aren't on social, if we, from an industry standpoint, can really help to spread the word, word of mouth-wise, to people, especially if we talk about kitchen back of house, who might not be on social, um, so that we can get supplies to people as quickly as possible. Right on. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, so we are the District of Misfits show. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, the District of Misfits. Twitter, at DC Misfits. Uh, Pasteurized Radio on Twitch and TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and check us out at www.thedistrictofmisfitsshow.com. We're going to take a quick break. Shout out and rest in power to the Sam the Man Burns. We'll be back in a minute, heathens. Brothers and sisters, we are at the crossroads. Either we move forward or get left behind. I'm talking about this house scene that was built on the hearts, the minds, the bodies, and the souls who pioneered this powerful music. We are still here, and we're standing strong. We have to recognize that we cannot take this scene for granted. Not anymore. I have faith in myself, and I have faith in you. House music will never die.
Greetings. This is Crushing Boo from the District of Misfits show. If you're receiving this transmission, we need your help. Time and time again, our attempts to spread our message of peace, love, and shenanigans has been hampered by equipment malfunction. Help us upgrade our gear, expand our reach, and save the galaxy from the forces of evil. Or at least the forces of boredom. You can help by donating to, liking, and sharing the link attached to this video. Please help us, misfits. Your only hope. Fuck it, boom, two. All really? right, Saturday We have returned. Wow. The District of Misfits show. Val, would you like to introduce our next esteemed guest? I would love to. To now my immediate right is the general manager of our establishment that we are recording in, Kitty O'Shea's. Kitty O'Shea's in Tenley Town. Yes, this is Dylan Curtis. Round of applause to the GM, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. So, Dylan, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, how, how long have you been here? I, I don't I, so I, I've personally been here for about six years, but Kitty O'Shea's has been here uh, right about nine years yeah. as Kitty O'Shea's. And then, yeah, different Irish pub for a little bit before that. I'm not sure beyond that, but... We only care about the last nine years. Yeah, it's fair <laughs> enough. Not important. <laughs> and Kitty's just really is 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 the, the Tenley sort of neighborhood bar yeah, here. Yeah, it's, it's true neighborhood pub. It's something that I really appreciate. It's why I've been here so long. Yeah, and I feel I feel like every neighborhood should have that true neighborhood bar. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. But every uh, time I've come here, there's always been those like regulars, like yeah, you know, like the I just people walked who in work here around here and the people who live around here. It's yeah, like the like same. Crowd. I came in today. I hadn't been here in a while, and one of your regulars was like, "Hey, Val, I haven't seen yeah, you in a while." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so, nice. what do you uh, what do you feel about the neighborhood versus the just your standard issue establishment? Um, what gives you the neighborhood vibe? I, uh, so I guess it's easier to differentiate here in Tenley Town because obviously it's not much of a destination neighborhood. Um, so, you know, over the years, I've actually pretty much grown up in this area. My dad's house is like a little bit down the street. My mom's house is out in Bethesda. So I've seen a bunch of places come up in this neighborhood and go down and see what kinds of places there are. I think uh, before Kitty O'Shea's, obviously the Dancing Crab was one of those places. Oh, the shout malt out shop. to the Dancing yeah. Crab. R.I.P. Nice. to the malt shop. Oh, <laughs> the best thing is the signs are still there. Dancing Crab and the malt shop, man. They haven't been there Still forever. there. Yo, and also, I went to, uh, I, well, I, I came up with some dudes who learned uh, Taekwondo and Jiu Jitsu across the street. <laughs> oh, yeah, some yeah. scariest people. <laughs> I love I, you guys, too, I feel like that way. place has been there for forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that place trained a lot of people to learn how to kick ass at punk yeah. shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ooh. the punk shows Fort Reno Park. Shout right out there, to right? Troy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fort Reno right over, yeah. over there. And you know what? Actually, in spite of all of this, they are still um, holding auditions. Um, taking, they're taking uh, tapes for their season this year. Oh, really? They're still planning, as far as I know, Where to do... Fort Reno, right out yeah. outdoors. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, they they yeah. bought it back. I think it was last year, or the year before. They were doing a Thursday nights. I think it was. Oh, no, for the yeah, Fort they, Reno concert it, it was. It used to be Mondays and Thursdays, but I okay. if they if they scaled it back to one night, I could see that. So I'm okay. not gonna lie. The yeah. last couple of months, like that's one of the names that I was told. It was just like closed. 
Uh, who knows? It's, I could be wrong. They, no, no, they, no. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong or right. I'm just saying like you know, you know, we yeah. all have seen the last six months here in DC. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of our uh, great establishments have uh, yeah. called it a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Fort Reno is not really a venue. It's yeah. literally just like just a park with it's a just stage. A, a, an out, oh. It's a field. It's a field with a stage. Yeah, yeah. it's a super DIY. It's as DIY as you can get in this fucking yeah. town. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I've never place? stood on that stage. It's one of those things. I look at it. I'm like, I swear, if I get on this thing and I jump up and down, I'm falling straight through it. I play. Oh. I got to play there. I got to play on that stage once in '96, I think. Uh, yeah, it's probably like, safe stage. Like, it's yo, yeah. It, 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 yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I mean, do they just get local bands, or I mean, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah local community I mean, neighborhood thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? huh. if you're a fan of the Discord, you know, uh, you know, if, if if you're if you're a fan of the whole yeah DC DIY you know indie scene, like Fort Reno's a staple. Yeah, interesting. Never been there. Um, so Dylan, so interesting fact about Dylan that maybe some of you guys don't know. Dylan has two other brothers. I do. All yes. three of them in the industry. Yes. Yeah. And how are your brothers uh, dealing with this whole situation? Um, so where do, where do you fall? Uh, I'm the oldest. Ooh. Yeah. And so my youngest brother, Talon, works at the Blackguard. We've recorded from there. And then my other brother, Robert, is actually the executive chef at Hazel Mm -hmm. over at Shaw. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he said they. The elusive brother. I've never (laughs) met him. Yeah. I mean, chef life, man. He's always (laughs) working. That I understand. (laughs) About that back of house life. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So who can drink the best? Chef. Uh, Who puts who under the table? I mean. What's the prank? Robert's got like 60 pounds and three inches on me, so I, I can't say I can compete. And Talon's like 120 pounds, so he's he's left behind there. I'm, uh, my dad's two inches taller than me, but I can guarantee I have that man by 50 pounds. Yeah. I have never out drinking Tim Roderick. Yeah. Like and like I have tried. <laughs> I see it's unfair for me too because my brother's got like 60 pounds on me and he's younger so uh, I'm like well like shit I'm not just ever going to catch up like mm. uh, <laughs> I start bulking up maybe I'll get there I don't know I imagine <laughs> Christmas is very interesting at your house uh, yeah it's, it's fun uh, so actually the past few years uh, my girlfriend's from Utah so I typically go out there and we spend time with her family for Christmas but Thanksgiving is more fun because yeah. we, we all get together for that one and uh, obviously Three three kids in the industry yeah. are all about the food, so we have fun with that one. <laughs> Imagine a, a hell of a good time right there. Yeah. So this is actually the second time we recorded here, and uh, we I really do like this location because I don't live in this neighborhood. I live on the other side of town. Yeah. But when I'm over here, I do like to stop in here because it's Irish pub, so I love the Irish food, which corned beef and cabbage was amazing earlier. Yeah. So was the shepherd's pie. His wings smelled great. Um, and I always love coming over here for the whiskey. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys got anything? Never go wrong with whiskey. No, never, never. <laughs> now, do you guys do anything throughout the week? Like any kind of specials? I mean, uh, I so, so we have different happy hour specials every day. Um, you know, we do three dollar rail shots, five dollar house wines. That's uh, no wonder your neighborhood uh, bar, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's neighborhood prices. That's like union shit. <laughs> that's how you know yeah, your neighborhood pub. Yeah, if you can keep it like that, you're stuck as a neighborhood spot, right? Yeah. <laughs> and every time um, I've come in, come in here, it's been loaded with people. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, we have a good, solid base crowd. You know, it's it's fun to feel like a part of the community mm-hmm. as the bar, and not like a, you know, obviously destination spots have their place, yeah. like your concert venues and all that. Like it's 
we but, all love go, going you to can't, that stuff. You can't, change, you can't take away a neighborhood pub. There's nothing no, better than yeah. a neighborhood pub. It, 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 you know, just... That's where you cry when you break up. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's where you cry when you find out Elmo's just three and a half years old. Or, <laughs> you know, fuck Elmo. That's when you cry when you find out there's coronavirus Dude, shut no down your city. no one on earth has <laughs> ever said fuck Elmo. Oh, I have. Oh, fuck Elmo. Why? What did Elmo fuck do Elmo to and Caillou. He's right. right first oh, thing, no, no. Caillou. Fuck I Caillou. cannot stand fuck him. Fuck that evil-ass, bald-headed little bastard. Elmo is the Caillou of Elmo's. <laughs> Caillou is the Elmo of Caillou's. They can both burn in fucking hell. Caillou With their little friend garbage. Barney, too. I have no idea. With I only, their little I friend Barney. I only have beef with Peppa Pig. Like, just, nah, nah, nah. Because nah. I hate the way she says anything to her little brother. We are parents. Is her brother's name George? Shit. <laughs> I hate it. It's like, a George, no, no. you George? can't do I'm like, you little bitch. Like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm talking about like a, a three year old fucking pig here. Damn it. I don't, I don't even know who Peppa Pig I, I, I'm is. I'm with you. I have no Cartier. fucking idea. Right. Yeah, my pull-out game was like at a thousand until it wasn't. So, yeah. <laughs> wrap it up, B. <laughs> wrap it up. Uh, wrap it up with what? Tinfoil. I mean, right. not toilet paper. That shit's in short supply. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the person who came up with the meme of the dude weighing out sheets of toilet paper. Bruh. It was about that hustle, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real, man. I don't I, know who that dude is. He's probably a dick at parties, but he gets a fucking point I mean, for that motherfucking meme, dude. You seen the one with the gas station scale? Like, you know, all right, so I ain't going to say we all sold weed, but we've all done something wrong. Yeah. And, like, that gas station scale, Allegedly. Little steel, the little square drone I mean, or whatever. Square. It's yeah. like, yeah, when nobody wants wanted to hire you. I was here for you. I was here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shit, man. There's been some really good memes that have came out recently. Uh, that is probably the best thing that's come out of this yes. coronavirus thing. Uh, I mean, it's every time something that the internet and social media can be just as awesome as it can be evil and fucked it's up. It's just yeah. undefeated. undefeated. It's yeah. undefeated. For real. It is undefeated. I've had some, some jewels passed my way. That my favorite like, one of the last 10 years, remember when, uh, when Scrotus called Hillary a nasty woman and they superimposed Hillary's face on Janet Jackson's album cover? <laughs> oh shit! I never saw that. It was like it was like thirty-seven seconds later, and I went on Facebook. It was like the internet is too fucking fast. Like, <laughs> who did this? I hate you. Like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Dylan, um, what you got going on this week? Uh, <laughs> yeah, are you guys, guys going to weather this? Storm? This is a good question. Now, I mean, we're we're doing our best. You know, we're we're obviously complying with the new rules and doing what we can to make it work. Um, the new I've, rules that were imposed today. Oh my yeah. God. yeah <laughs> Quick turnaround. At like 3, a, so 3 p.m. Still figuring it out on the fly kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But, it's awesome, um, right? This is the first time King Koopa has ever taken us out because Bowser is fucking us. <laughs> what Hard. I want to know is why well. doesn't she take that $4 million that she got from Bloomberg and buy some COVID tests? Because she's yeah. trying to get her teeth fixed. You know. oh, shit. Oh, I said that out loud. God yeah. damn it. You used your outside voice, Jamie. I always have an outside voice. Not your inner voice. You but, uh, your outer voice. But yeah, you Put know, her silly like, ass outside. <laughs> I, I am curious as to what DC is doing for testing purposes. I haven't really seen... I've seen a lot of news about shutting this down and shutting that down and stopping this and stopping that, but like, yeah. what is the city doing to treat 
to test and to treat people. Is that yeah. a thing? Um, be, for, it, for me, my understanding is there's a really a shortage coming on the federal level on the tests, and it's just kind of the trickle down of scaling uh, from there. Trickle so. down. Uh, yeah. Is that what, what, is you know, that it, what the, we're waiting on? Yeah. What, did it work one time? Never it really works, works out. Work like right. I, I, I mean, allegedly it works economically. So allegedly. maybe on a medical level. You know, the, the mysterious trickle down. We if we if we pour enough COVID tests on the one percent, they'll trickle down you to know, the rest if, of us. If yeah. you put enough if, pure cocaine on the top of the mountain, it'll get down to the rest of us. <laughs> That's never happened. We're getting. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been waiting for that. I've been waiting for that to happen. It's by never happened. <laughs> by, the, by the time it gets down to the barbecue, goddamn it, it'll be the shit. <laughs> <laughs> it'll give you the shits. Uh, somebody say the safe word. I'm going to take this shot. Fuck. Uh, Kamikaze. I don't even know the safe word. Is it a safe word? Oh, yeah. You never got a safe word. It's too late now. You don't get one. <laughs> yeah, we don't need yeah <laughs> you're probably okay. So, Dylan, do you have any social medias for you, the restaurants in general, um, and life and love? Yeah, so we have, uh, admittedly, we've been uh, kind of lazy with that over the years. We do have our Facebook page uh, at Kitty O'Shea's DC. Um, we're most active on Facebook. We do have a Twitter and an Instagram, but uh, I'm still kind of figuring that out. Uh, I like say, I'm, I'm if, a 70 year old man at heart. If so people want to find you really and find out what's going on with y'all, where should they go? Uh, to Kitty O'Shea's Facebook page or to KittyO'Shea'sDC.net. Oh, oh, dot net, y'all. Yeah, Pay you, attention. The dot, dot net, net is very, very important. Dot net. I um, imagine there's other Kitty O'Shea's out there. Yeah, yeah, shout there's out. a few, actually. It's funny. I got Here's some funny a question for you. Who the fuck actually. is Kitty O'Shea? She's I gotta, in trouble. I got to know about this name. I got to know about this name. Catherine O'Shea. Uh, and who was she? She was a quote-unquote lady of the night, I guess, in oh, Ireland. Lady of the night. Who was famous for taking down, um, what was his name, Parnell, I think, was the uh, Irish politician. Who was uh, supposedly on the verge of uniting Ireland and Northern Ireland? Well, good job, uh, lady. Before he was caught up in this scandal with sleeping with Catherine O'Shea, despite being married and having children. And oh, and he was Catholic, and she was probably a Protestant. Yeah, uh, so I'm just throwing that up, in there for the Lord. Probably. <laughs> Does she still work on K Street? Uh, she's somewhere around here. I hope know. she's dead by now. <laughs> Shit, but yeah. she's, she's probably pretty old by now. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Yes. Who, wait, who's that old chick on that damn uh, HBO show? The one about the uh, the, uh, the Bunny Ranch. What was the chick's name? Fucking uh, Air Force Amy. Bunny Ranch. There you go. There you go. All right. So um, we are at the point in the show where, due to some technical stuff, we're gonna have to wind things down a tiny bit sooner than we wanted to. Um. Literally technical shit. Um, thank you to Carl. Thank you to Dylan. Thank you to Anna for being on the show. Um, and in our attempt to try to add a little bit of levity to this situation, you know, um, normally I would go on a crazy rant about all the things that are wrong in the world. But I feel like you already did your rant. Which I already did earlier, <laughs> yeah. Um, heartfelt, heartfelt. But uh, from Boo's Corner and uh, from, from all of us at the District of Misfits show to uh, add a little... Uh, yeah, like I said, add a little humor. Uh, in 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 honor of all the memes that this situation has generated, <laughs> because literally the memes are probably the only thing getting us all through this. Um, here is our uh, unofficial list. Um, 
you are immune to the coronavirus if you've ever gotten busy in the bathroom of a fast food joint. I was going to say Burger King bathroom. Yeah. Shout out to Digital Underground. <laughs> wait, 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 pause. Please tell me Macumbo Lounge is on this, John. You got to wait and see, oh, Bubba. Really? Feel free to add you. There's, there are, there's an audience participation portion you can of shout this. shout it out later. There's an audience participation part. So, so, so me and Mark in. is going to play gate chicken until you're done. If, you know, <laughs> if you, you're, you are allergic to the coronavirus, if you've, ever, if you've ever served or consumed a Jersey Turnpike. Yes. Ooh. Uh, oh. If you've ever had to pull floor mats after a night behind the bar. <laughs> without gloves. At least oh, twice a week. Yeah, without gloves. Yeah. Bareback, baby. Bareback. Bareback all day. Or if you by accident touch yeah. it. Shout out to my man Lil B down in North Carolina. Uh, if you've ever worked at or been to Royal Palace. Uh, if you ever drank at Dan's Cafe. Shout out to Dan's Cafe. Uh, if you ever ate wings from Yum's. Wait, pause. Fuck that. Fuck that. Everybody at 4 o'clock at night. A.M. knows that's the best shit you ever had. There's no, no judgment. judgment. <laughs> There's no judgment. There's I no got judgment. drunk and high hey, and ordered eight dollars. Don't, don't sleep on that low man. Hashtag, hashtag your I ordered eighty dollars worth of food out of Yum's one time, and I could have fed the eighty dollars. Yeah, you could have fed the whole damn for eighty dollars, dude. You should have started your own food bank. I could have created a utopia out that bitch, and then got home and was like, "Everybody, baby, let's do this shit." If you have ever partied in the Mal Room at Rock and Roll Hotel, um. And actually, yeah, this, this goes into my audience participation thing that's coming up. Uh, if you ever went to the movies at Union Station, the Biograph, oh, no. or Flower Theater in Tacoma Park. <laughs> Can we hold hands for a second? Yes. Now that's we how have it spreads. My Corona. <laughs> uh, Mark, Marcus ever, got that Lyme disease. If you've ever eaten Jumbo Slice, he's got the Limey disease. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is that racist? Wait, so, <laughs> so, so, do, we, do we need an Irish Corona slime now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that uh, racist? Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, um, look, we only got one resident leprechaun right if, now. If you've ever. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever eaten Jumbo Slice and Adams Morgan. God damn. I feel like I should put my on hand the regular. If you've ever been to a hardcore out. punk show at the Triple Six house. Uh, and lastly, and this is the audience participation point where as soon as I say this, we go rapid fire around the table. If you have ever five second rule or had sex in the bathroom of Madams Morgan. Ocean City, Maryland. Philadelphia. The old side of the whale. Come on, right, y'all bullshit. How about this? Uh, Wonderland Ballroom, Meridian Pike. There you Pine. go. Thank uh, you. Rock and Roll Hotel. <laughs> Thank you. The Looking Glass Lounge. The Pug. Sally's. Um, let's keep going right Little here. Little Miss Whiskey. We're some real, real nasty. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Asylum if you, R.I.P. Cafe. If, wait, wait. If you, remember, if you remember what the house used to look like. If you've, ever been, if you've ever been cussed out by a drug dealer at the Macumbo Lounge <laughs> because you took a shot of Hennessy. Faster than he did, and he wanted to let you know to stay in college and don't let him be like you and all this other bullshit. Uh, what about? There's a good chance. What about I'm also the original 9:30 club? What about like, what about Lulu's? Oh, wait, no. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what about what about what about wait, 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 what about Lulu's? Yeah. Oh my God, Lulu's. If you've ever third edition, if you've ever, oh. if you've ever eaten anything oh. on 14th Street. Uh, where else? Uh, I'm talking like up a 14. I had I'm a steak like, dinner at Good Guys once. Is that does that make me immune? That, that, uh, no, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, probably yeah. does. That yeah. probably does. I had a strong <laughs> if, if you eat your steak well done Stop. with your black ass, <laughs> uh, if you've ever been, uh, if you've ever been to Crystal City Restaurant for the steak special. <laughs> 
if your idea of a great date is going to get fucking free fucking breadsticks and fucking salad at Olive Garden. Uh, <laughs> I had a strong island from heaven to hell one time. Oh, God, oh, if you ever did anything. Oh, was, it, was it the special? It was the special. Oh, I'm going to tell man. you the most fucked up special thing I've ever island. seen at Adams Morgan. No, but you're going to tell us, aren't you? I saw a, I saw a fucking pigeon. <laughs> I saw a, a pigeon, pigeon eating a jumbo slice, right? No. And then this rat came out the sewer and snatched the pigeon and pulled it into the goddamn sewer. <laughs> so with, the, with the pizza? And. With the pizza? <laughs> and like, and on that I was note, like, before this is we run out of juice. fucked up threesome I've ever uh, seen. Like, no. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And on that note, before we run out of juice, before we run out of power, thank you to Kitty O'Shea's at 4624 Wisconsin Avenue Northwest. Uh, Kitty O'Shea's DC.net. We are the District of Misfits show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at the District of Misfits. Twitter at DC Misfits. At, uh, excuse me, Pasteurized Radio, Twitch, and TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, check us out at www.thedistrictofmisfitshow.com. I am Crushing Boot Dixon. Hi. For Valerie, for Marcus, for Jamie, for Dylan, for Carl, and for Nick. We love you guys. Peace and motherfucking hair grease. Stay safe. Welcome to being Leo. fucked. <laughs> Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Dude, wash your ass. Wash your ass. Greetings. This is Crushing Boo from the District of Misfits show. If you're receiving this transmission, we need your help. Time and time again, our attempts to spread our message of peace, love, and shenanigans has been hampered by equipment malfunction. Help us upgrade our gear, expand our reach, and save the galaxy from the forces of evil. Or at least the forces of boredom. You can help by donating to liking and sharing the link attached to this video. Please help us, Misfits. Your only hope.